Welcome back to another episode of Abundance on Tap, everyone. We are coming to you from Rivercliff Farm today, and we got the Dream Team. This is the initial group of happenstantial, life trajectory changing, at least for me, uh, group of people. So my name is Alex Corey, we got Ashley DeMarco, and we are at Justin Gardner's land, and he is the man behind the scenes of the growing aspect of the Appalachian Water Collective. We're doing a ton of different experiments, which we're going to get into with ionized water and just in general with permaculture. And we've been chatting a long time about doing this, and we've never gotten your story. I've gotten it over the last couple of years, but where did you come to from, well, Schauberger and all of that? Like, what initially piqued your interest in electroculture and growing, give people a little background and wherever you want to start about your history of growing. Uh, well, first thing, the problem with my story is it can't all be told at one time. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Nobody has 38 years to sit and yeah. listen to me and I can't remember all of it. Puff nuts. There's the problem. Uh, what got me was honestly YouTube university aspect of things, um, where you could type in what you think and what you're curious about and somebody made a video of something about it so all my trials i didn't reach structured water until i really hit the whole permaculture swing going from monoculture doing things certain ways yeah give people a little little snippet of what permaculture is and how it's different from monoculture well you've got biodynamic permaculture which you're actually using all elements of the earth in a recyclable form uh, I even went as far as buying women's pantyhose, stuffing it full of starch white rice, and go plant it next to a maple tree or oak or whatever species I was looking for to then grow the microbiology. After a month, go retrieve that sock, run it through a tea, a strainer, and get all that. Because I'm looking to grow oak trees or walnut trees or chestnut trees. Whatever I'm looking for, I want to go get the team of bacteria that's already hosting and supporting the species. And then through a chain of hours of YouTubing, I discovered Shelburne, structured water, and the pull forward versus the push metho uh, mm. methodology. You're being pulled, drawn forward. You're not actually being, exerting force to push. Airplanes operate in the same fashion. Fish swim upstream in the same fashion. Mm -hmm. I realized everything I've been told was 180 degrees wrong. So I started looking at everything in the lens of... If they're saying this, how do I change the lens and look somewhere else? So the paradigm shift happened quite before you actually started doing everything. Permaculture, ionized water, your paradigm and your perspective started shifting when right. you came into the new information rather than actually playing with it firsthand. Yeah, and then I, I took a hand at domesticated wildlife, mainly pigs, to use those as tillers cultivate land and move them off of it and then use their work plus their waste and all the putting all the inputs right back in there seems simple enough and not enough people are doing it hard <laughs> takes a lot of time there's and there's no quick a lot of people but you know what's are... hard coming up with tens of thousands of dollars a year for artificial supplements that don't really pay you that back you still scrape the bottom when you all the monocrops, I don't care if it's big tobacco, big lettuce, big buckwheat, whatever. You put all your attention in one thing, you're gonna, you're not gonna be happy every year. 
then you need crop insurance and other things to protect your initial investment because you have so much in one thing and there's no diversity to buffer life or investment or anything. With all the eggs in the basket there. Yep. What piques your interest in that, Ashley? Well, it's just so ironic that you say that because so many people move out here to Appalachia to do that. And, like, I think it's they're under the impression that it's some sort of, like, cheaper option. And maybe it is, but it definitely is cost-intensive to do things the right way, like, to invest in the infrastructure so that it does flow and you are providing the right environment for these things to grow i mean if you're going to depend on it to nourish you and give you medicine right we want to provide better environments so i don't know it's definitely super interesting and i absolutely love working with you too because i learn so much every time i'm up here and it's like there is so many layers to what we're doing and you know the fact that he came upon it in that way and then you came upon it in your way and my way is just like literal like fucking up you know over and over and over (laughs) you know it's just like okay well i did that wrong you know it's like trying to learn new things by just stumbling through it and you know so it's really nice to have so much experience Mm -hmm. and so much like wisdom and you know before we hopped on here he was sharing just like Oh, I just noticed these same patterns every year. And it's this thing when you're living life this way. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting how these patterns work. And most people are so out of touch with where their medicine or food comes from. They have no idea, like, how it works. Like, the amount of time, energy. And like you said, it takes a ton of money. It takes a lot of Patience, attention. Yeah. Uh, I guess the most direct quote that got me was, uh, humans need nature. Nature doesn't need humans. So going from obsessive cannabis driven, that's all I wanted to grow. I didn't give a shit about any other plant in the world, just weed. And then when that lost all of its enthusiasm, I'm like, it's all this other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What does this do? Can I make money with that? How valuable is this? Help. Then there you go. This is the birth of this. Yeah. Just throw a bunch of stuff in there, see what happens. Take one seed and you can count all the seeds in an apple, but not all the apples in a seed. Mm. I love that quote. You know, apply that to any fruit. Yeah. But most people have fun with strawberries. Yeah. (laughs) But most people have no idea. It's strawberries. I don't want. Like, I ask people often, I'm like, do you know that one fruit will grow more or one zucchini will grow more and they have no idea that you can do that well if you're used to going to the grocery store and your entire experience around food is you just go to the grocery store and you're completely elves put it there for you yes it's a kind <laughs> of like helpers enough. just dropped it there yeah. yeah uh massive infrastructure behind all that just in time supply system where my entire intro to agriculture was just realizing how fragile the food system was where i think people got a glimpse of that in 2020 where shipping slowed down and just trucking across the country and there were just entire sections completely missing people were like you guys should fix this and they're like how would you like us to do that if 
like most things are shipped to the east coast from california and from mexico still so we're fortunate enough to live in the most i think it's probably the most diverse agricultural and farming section of the east coast that's why Asheville has kept my attention because we are surrounded by some of the highest quality food so it's a really good place to be whenever shit hits the fan yeah yeah so i stayed here i mean it's that's why we're literally sitting here right. right now like we're all testing everything as much as possible so that we can find the best solutions to what we see like i mean if it's gonna happen once it's gonna happen again yep. and why not just have that power like i mean we're all sitting here today because we love this we get to create our own water like our own electricity our own voltage i don't have to i'm go not part of the blue bottle crew <laughs> i mean <laughs> a little rougher black can yeah it's good it's well, good it's all right not so if my chain of events had not happened i would probably be born and raised or was born in miami florida but raised there as well nobody asked me if they want to move up here like i just got pulled up here because i was only three I've been here ever since. So, yeah. First 20 years or so, I really didn't give a sh No care. Just doing what little I was doing and then trying to make something somewhere else. And then within the last 10 years, I was like, shit, it's all right here the whole time. What if I started on this sooner? How far more along would I be? Because right now, everyone thinks I'm doing a great job. I look around, I'm like, so far back. <laughs> I mean, it's literally 200 hours worth of stuff to do, and everybody gets 168 hours of the week. Yeah. So. How many acres are we sitting on? 327. That's a few to maintain. And the in cultivation, like, two? Greenhouse plus hoop houses plus hillside, like, one, two? This general area is three. Okay. Yeah, three's enough. Three's hard. If you're... It's a 100th. Yeah. If you're focusing <laughs> on... It's a penny. Actual it's a penny on your dollar. It's so much to take care of. It is. Yeah. But hey, I never have an excuse to be bored no. or. Why aren't you doing it? Well, honestly, because I can't do it all, so I don't want to do any right now. All or nothing mentality? <laughs> I'm going to watch some stupid shit online for a couple of hours. <laughs> watch a podcast, eat some acid. I mean, shit. Eat, edit. I don't know. You're good. Right. I, I, <laughs> it's one of my things. It's psychedelic sanctuary. I yeah. mean, this guy, his brain works like a completely different way than I've ever really witnessed. It's like so in touch with, like you said, the intricacies and the patterns of nature and yeah. like, you know, whether it's being up here his whole life or just like being, you know, born that way, it's like his brain, it's the capacity to see things. So it's very interesting universe called us together. So I would love to know, like, has, how has your life changed since we met at the barbecue. Fucking <laughs> trajectory change. Like, I don't know, one thousand eighty degrees. Yeah. Four times over uh -huh. with a Tony Hawk skateboarding. <laughs> think of nine sixties, eight twenties. It's one of those. This group of people is one of those where you try to think back, and you're just like, "What would if? Where would I be or not be had I not met this one person, or had you not met Ashley?" And then well, that's I why I quit believing coincidences years yeah. ago. Yeah, none of this is coincidence. Yeah. I believe in the the idea of creation over evolution. Like, if you think you're in this is your intention, you're gonna operate a lot better than thinking of you're a mistake or an accident. Yeah, like this is what I'm supposed to be. All right, fuck, I won't do it. Yeah. 
though. If y'all think I'm a mistake, I'm gonna be fucking shy and feeble and unconfident. Nihilistic, yeah. But it is crazy to think about it, right? Like I almost didn't make it to that event. There was so many things that were happening with my kids that day. Because like, I was bored and it was the first one. I was like, shit, first one I gotta get sleep. <laughs> I know, I'm but I'm a first for everything. I'm a sucker. Can't no, Can't judge if you don't care. Yeah. I mean, and then he shows up and he's so knowledgeable about water. He's already vortexing and restructuring on his own engineered device. And I was just like, this is, this is patented technology. Like these are medical facilities are using this. Like you don't have to do like the work. A lot of the time, you know, in this lifestyle, you got to do it all yourself. It's all DIY. And so I feel like it was really nice for you to stumble upon a technology and a and a company and a business that was like, here, here's a system, here's and a community. It's, it's give me a worldwide entrepreneurship titleship. Yeah. Title man. Purpose. What were you? <laughs> what I'm curious because I haven't gotten to full truck. What were you doing before the ionizer? What did you make? What were you doing? I wasn't doing shit. I was steering a sinking ship here. No, no. I mean, for water. <laughs> Oh, I was doing magnets and uh, uh, magnetic marbles yeah. and certain stones and. But probably restructuring. Yeah, I was just following some of these devices that were already already out there, and I was like, I can do that. Huh? I got plenty of stuff, carbon filters. I, I can put. So I glued some PVC components together and packed it full of whatever I could find that I thought was going to be useful and pressurized it. Yeah. And it seemed to work. I couldn't didn't have any real science document. I was gonna say, it, did but... you test anything? Did you have an ORP meter at that time? No. Or anything? No. Okay. No, I was just pretty much doing a blind study of all right, let me drink without this and let me drink with it. And what'd you notice? Oh, the other one was definitely lighter and sweeter and it it's disturbed. Have you ever seen the con when mud is dry uh, uh, versus when it's a mud puddle uh -huh. and you go try to it's so when your insides feel more malleable more squishy fluid your joints feel better everything seems a little hydrated it's hydrated yeah <laughs> lubricated lubricated like a buffer you know most people are yeah running around with no cap in the radiator fluids going everywhere it's not it's not staying in it's going out. it's sweating it out not absorbing not doing either it's taking up real estate so my first exposure to the ionizer like flood waters in a city have you ever seen it no there's a whole lot of water but it's not going anywhere it's causing a problem mm. oh i see yeah flood waters are problematic it's not built for it, it won't go away there's no drainage too built much in. so think of uh i've heard people complain about you can die from drinking too much water i'm like yeah that's water toxicity but you really have to try to do that yeah you're gonna you're gonna regurgitate. You get blow out, eat yeah. whatever hole it can find, and you're gonna regret it. You're gonna wish you were dead, but you won't be. Um, but this ionized water actually take dry soil and try to soak it. How much is it gonna run off before it all gets equally consistently saturated? The same ways. Yeah. When you got the tech from Mike. What made you get the tech when we started doing microgreens? What made you get the ionizer? Was it your was it that we had a microgreens 
operation. The reason I got the ionizer, yeah. as much as I've known about pH and the importance of it, right. when I realized I could run the gamut, yeah. I developed a God complex. Mm. And I said, this is the next best thing to playing God. If I can control all life based on the pH it fucking operates within, the voltage, the cellular structures, I don't care if you're a lizard, a rat, a dog, you, me, it's all the same. Nothing lives without water. Not one cellular organism. Grass. You starve it from water, it will not grow. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the basis of life. So, here we go. That electricity. You should have seen this lunatic walking around Bangkok with this. They're like, what is that? What are you doing? Yeah, so you were in so Bangkok impressed. for two and a half weeks with that I'm impressed. Like, chemistry. what are y'all? You're like rats in a recycling center over here with all this plastic. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You should be ashamed of yourself. But that's the thing. That's they don't know. I, they don't know. If they knew better, they'd do better. And Enagic has a headquarters there. Okay. But what does it feel like when you don't have the water? Like, really, when, when you... Borderline panic attack. <laughs> For both of you. I mean, yeah. I'll... You could sit there and watch a meter, like, ding, 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 dead. I mean, when I was There's back. a red line meter on your fucking arm. Yeah. When I was flying back from bad. Mexico. It's bad. I did. I had rolling panic attacks, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Super dehydrated. Heart rate was jacked up. And that was multiple different factors, but dehydration was probably a huge one of them. I was... A lot of the fitness community prides themselves on being able to push through exhaustion and dehydration and all that. I was like, I will, I mean, force something yeah, useful like an on an airplane. Like, it's, yeah. Still going, but it looks like hell. But that's the crazy <laughs> part. It's like, you know, so many people don't even realize, like, how valuable this is and they even have it, you know, until they leave it, right? It's like... I only left it one time, and you see me crazily brainless all over the place for for one week, you know? Even if I'm only going for one week, I'll fly somewhere with it. But it's like not having it gives me so much anxiety because I drink a gallon a day at least. Well, we also have brilliant scientists, doctors out there that have the lab equipment and the drive to do samples of studies on same person, Lack of water, abundance of water, and how they operate. And if you can see a brain scan in real time, and it's really easy to understand. Oh, which one am I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but it's like so based off of how you feel. You know, it's so our society is so based off of buying energy. Like every corner you look at, anywhere you go is like just energy options for. For purchase and mm-hmm. it's like such a and everything you buy is just you drink it and then you throw it away it's not this thing that you think about and so when you come into our community you see these and like you know everybody jokes about this but like <laughs> i mean justin is drinking yeah. a, enough water the like one part is it gets lighter throughout the day exactly every, every sip gets a little lighter a little lighter little but like lighter. that's the ultimate resistance what we all can be doing is is carrying around our own bottles i was just checking out at the the nursery today and the woman behind me she's like i just don't get thirsty anymore and she was probably in her 60s and i was like it's actually a thing like that thirst quench starts to go away you have to like Uh. have it with you like we all bring it with us because if you see it you grab it you drink it you know it's it's something that 
I've seen and through, especially being around you two, it's just like we're constantly thinking about it. We've made it that 75% mental space, like mm -hmm. trying to get it in. And because of that, I believe this is why the mental acuity, this is why all of the projects are finally starting to like spring because that cohesion, all of that electromagnetic currency that keeps the cells operating out of really optimal space, you know, is on. And you can feel it. I know I feel it immediately when I'm dehydrated. So, or that I'm not drinking enough. And it's like, I'm going right there. I'm getting it fresh. I'm drinking the cloud. Like, it's, it's been, it's a habit that's been practicing us now. It's a discipline and it's embedded in subconsciousness. Yeah. Uh -huh. How long do you think it took for for you before it, it was embedded? Once I started traveling with it. Uh, at first south to Colorado, and then that second one out to Mexico, and now this third one to Thailand. I was like, yeah. When I got when I got out to Isan, Thailand, I got this got settled in, and I'm asking, all right, now I am in this area, this ruralness of tired three hours from Bangkok so I open my suitcase I'm like hey I need to hook this up and the host his name is Chris his family's farm oh, beautiful place great place to grow cameras I open this thing up he's like dude you travel around with that and I'm like yeah he's like that's fucking awesome <laughs> I was like I know I gotta hook this shit up to show you so he got his resident handyman and he changed the whole sink out wow. to make this machine work <laughs> Amazing. But then they didn't have pressure to make uh, it work uh, right. So, but it was better than nothing because I had just a trickle. It was barely. It probably took forty-five minutes for a five-gallon jug off the top wow. of. It. If there's know. one thing that I will never take for granted, it is the Western plumbing system. Yeah. Like it is. Mm. That was the thing that stressed me out the most in Mexico. Flow rate got. But yeah, then once I got in the city and consistency, there, of it was fun. Even reliable garbage water because we can transform it. We actively do. But if you don't even have the consistency of any of those things that allow you allow the technology to work, that is stressful. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. How do I get like this miniaturized solar powered twelve volt AC pump? Pump. Yep. Because they had five gallon bucks mm -hmm. buckets. I'm like, shit. If I have my pump, I can use the bucket. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. But these are all things that are going forward. I'm not gonna ever not remember because right. I'm gonna be going back to the same farm, the yeah. same guys, overseeing, helping with the grows, and um, water cannabis, and just the ability to travel the world and knowledge of how to grow. Like, I don't know all the plants, the conditions. The only thing I know is North America. Right. Well, even if I went out to Utah, I tried to grow some. I don't know this condition. I know totally these conditions. So that's another challenge to be able to adapt to whatever condition you walk into. Figure it out and make something work. Uh -huh. So whenever you met Ashley and she started talking about the machine and the business, what piqued your attention most? Her banner said structured water. Structured living water. And I'm like, oh, let's see what she knows. Because <laughs> I know a little bit. I've been in it like four years at this point fucking around. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm like, hmm, got the right lingo. Let's go see. Yeah. And then drank a bottle. I think I conned her out of two for one. <laughs> I didn't have a five. I only had a ten. Uh huh. So I didn't. 
Yeah, you definitely left with like two gallons of water. I left with a five gallon liter and a blue bottle. Ten bucks. And I drank half of it standing there talking to her. Yep. And then I realized, shit, I didn't get any information. How do I get a hold? And luckily, I had, she went to my spam folder when she reached out for the uh, follow up. I went to spam folder. That proton and, mail. Yeah. Yep, no, yep. this is Yahoo's <laughs> time. Oh. Yahoo, this is before proton. Okay. Oh, that was my... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's your spam folder. Yeah. He responded pretty quick and was like, I'll look at the information. And then within a week, he was like, can I do this? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and it was so nice because he just drove over and he realized he lives 10 minutes from yeah. the house. And she was brand new. Yeah. March. This was August. Yeah. So four months. I'm like, oh, new, new kid in town. New kid in town. All right. I like new people. They're looking at the same old whoever's. Yeah, it's a small, small world up here. We've got 35 years invested in this place. Yes. It's crazy. That's why I want to go other places. Uh -huh. I've seen everything there is to see. Go somewhere else. Go see what they're doing. And now you can. So, Especially yeah, what piqued your interest about... So the business was just gravy on top of the water that you could travel around the world with it. Yeah, but had I gone into this with the business mindset as well as I was just gonna have it for me, I didn't want to be a salesman. Like I just wanted it for myself. It's the problem with engineers is we like. The and then tech. it turned into like, oh shit, you should explain that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I figured it out. It took Garrett. I watched one of his uh, webinar team something he did uh -huh. but yeah when he the way he broke it down and i started watching all the other presentations on youtube of people breaking it out yeah expanding it out and i'm like oh, i started this off the hard way not the easy way so this is evolutionary yeah i would have went to, full trifecta i would have went the whole uh, i would have had not known but i was like i just want the machine yeah that. that's all i want yeah. fuck the rest no yep and then i kicked myself in the ass and here we go is that anyone thinking about the business do everything <laughs> yeah the trifecta i mean that's the problem i i i was so invested and so in love with the the water tech that i really didn't even share the other stuff because i just wanted people to experience this so bad their health like i was just like if everybody could have one machine right like if everybody if every household had one machine it would eliminate like so much toxicity from our world like if everybody stopped buying the products that this replaces like it would just be like instantaneous no one would have to go to the store for half the things that they go to now so yeah it's just it's incredible the uses too like we're sitting here in a greenhouse so you can use it here you can use it in my house you can use it on these dogs right here you can use it on my ducks you can use them like literally any living thing like justin was saying it's been used on we're testing it we're trying it we're in we created a telegram network of growers and gardeners to share best practices you know we're just trying to like pretty much utilize this technology for every capacity yeah and most people will come and be like, what are you guys talking about? It's just water. And you're like, not quite. Like, if you can play with micronutrient absorption dialed in, if you can play with voltage and electrical properties of things, it's, like you said, real close to having godlike tendencies where you can make sure to the best of your ability that that one factor sets everything around you up to thrive. 
what kind of genius idea in a creator mindset like yeah let's have this potential hydrogen scale that fucking confuses most people yeah you wait you start at seven and go the other three. yeah okay and then that'd be the basis and dictation for everything that survives and thrives or doesn't yeah. okay so good plan let's go <laughs> but most people don't even know what ph is yeah what's the potential amount of hydrogen about so when you can see that the charts are like, I mean, right off the machine, negative 800 uh-huh. millivolts, and that's ORP, that's oxidation reduction potential. And that's going to, when we go to events, that's the thing that gets most people where they get very curious. And that's where I got curious, because if you're on the health world, oxidation and antioxidation or reduction are kind of the name of the game with everything. It's at the most simple level. It's, is it giving you energy? So is it giving you electrons back and filling those holes that oxidation, think just oxygen being a big atom and pulling electrons off things. So most inflammation and chronic disease is oxidation-based. So if you can actively repair that, like your body's got brilliant built-in systems to do it itself, but we're bombarded with toxicity every day. So the power of molecular hydrogen, most people stop on the pH, right? And that's cool, especially for growing. But on the health side, having a bioavailable antioxidant just in your water that you can consume all day is the most powerful thing I can think of. Because I only eat three times a day max, maybe twice. So if your antioxidants are only coming in twice a day, and you're exposed to. Thankfully, we're in pretty rural area, so we don't have like brake dust. I uh, still got in I know, streets. Yeah. Non-native EMF. Today we're looking pretty good. Today's a beautiful. But compared to like this a city, thing. yeah, it's compared to just having antioxidants all the time. That's why my anxiety goes up a little bit. It's kind of the more you know whenever you, I don't have access to the water because you kind of feel once you raise your baseline so much. And you feel yourself back down to like 40%, which might have used to be my 80 or 90%. Do everything you can to get back up to homeostasis and your bar raises, which is an unfortunate benefit. <laughs> and the only times we've not had it is when we we're flying yeah. and flying dehydrates you. And oh, you're yeah. probably in closer to a city than you are now. And you're traveling and you're around a ton of people. So you're absorbing their energy. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's... That's the craziest part about this is you can control like how much voltage you can have, right? So if there's, you know, like it, you can just have unlimited and like I'm a mom and I'm constantly giving energy out all day long. So like, you know, it's so normalized for moms to grab the bottle of wine or whatever. And, you know, if I was doing that all day, I would, I'd be literal shit faced all day, but I'm grabbing my water and I'm feeling good. And now my kids see me grabbing my water. So they, they're grabbing the water. And so it's so simple. Like we complicate health in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, and there is, you know, everybody metabolizes different, all of those things. But when it comes to hydrogen Mm -hmm. and it comes to voltage, every single person on the planet can use more of it. And the more toxicity we see in the world and the environment, I mean, the reason why I grow food is because I'm so sick. I mean, I buy all organic, 100%. And I definitely spend way more than 30% of what conventional eaters buy, right? And I'm washing my produce with the 11.5 high alkalized water that this technology makes, right? It's emulsifying so much oil residue off of these 
clean produce that I just spent a ton of money on. And it's like, it's so gross. It's a film and it's oil and it's gross. And I'm just like, you ever take a shot of it before bed? Just for like oh, a gastrointestinal. Yeah. Like, yeah triggers melatonin. That's a weird one too. Exactly. But yeah. it's like so that it's... has access to like clean. Clean your house this... and clean yourself. Exactly. I mean, it's like all these extra steps that we're taking at takes time yeah. and investment. I'll tell you one. Tell me. So city, city water. I have literally took a horse bath with a rag and 2.5. Yeah. Cause I didn't want to get in the city tap water, take a shower. So I just, you know, truck stop, poured it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your skin felt great. Very out. Quickly. Oh yeah. heck yeah! I there's there's without having to get into the city shower supply and be like chlorinated. Yeah. Bah. Even with the Ukon soap, it still feels scaly. Uh -huh. Like the water is scaly. It doesn't feels like it's calcifying you and not yeah. really. Yeah, you know, making you dehydrating. So then you go back out in the ninety to one hundred degrees city scooter exhaust, taxis. Yeah. Uh, What's the main? Yeah. A lot of people get into it from their kids' skin conditions, right? Yeah. Like psoriasis mm -hmm. or eczema. Eczema, yeah. That's the. Um, those are just high inflammatory conditions. That's. So do you think it's the removal of the toxicity or the addition of molecular hydrogen or both? Both. Okay. I think a lot of skin conditions in young kids is caused by vaccines and also like lots of exposure to, to glyphosate, you know, mm. like every single baby food tested, even organic was showing glyphosate and like all of this food that we think is organic still has glyphosate. So it's like, you buy anything off a supermarket shelf that's labeled baby food, you're getting industrial. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's unfortunate, but it's like these kids are coming in very pure. I mean, we all do, and, and they're exposed to these toxins that are chemicals. Like none of this is actually organic matter. So um, right. it's just their body is processing. Like I think of eczema and all of these skin conditions as a way to show you like what's going on in the gut, like really. And so the water. For most people, yeah, for the most people, I think the water heals the gut first or helps the gut heal itself. But it's like that's the most inflamed part, I think, of Agreed. a lot of people. So, you know, their digestion, skin stuff, all of that stuff is, I think, associated with the, the microbiome. So anyway, that clears up. And, and it's obviously the external application of the different pH types and then the internal consuming of it yeah. but it's all yeah i mean i want to show you guys this test like my kids and i we the test with your kombucha and beer is great too yep. but like i came home they love their their drinks to look like orange juice even if it doesn't taste like it so i just split it and it work. it's plus 600 on the acid scale if i test the orp of just straight orange juice you know carton plastic carton from the grocery store right if i divide that into three cartons with 9.5 it goes to negative 500. whoa there you go all right so dilution is the key it's very well, and you important. stretch your purchase three times yeah, through. exactly i stretch the purchase three times through there but i actually just want my kids to be hydrated right. but if i have to trick them into thinking that but it's still actually doing a great job and you know it 
it's like the little things that you can do but yeah i mean mm-hmm. hydration is the most important part of anything like if any if you start getting feeling sick what's uh, the most important thing that the hospital will tell you you're gonna flush you're flush yeah. Well, I'm not gonna listen to the hospital. Don't well, go to those places. I know, but it's like I already know. Just Western flush, medicine, flush, flush, flush. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got all these holes for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well ventilated. Oh, um, but I, just, I don't know. Don't remember where I heard it. Who said it? But there's a connection from your gut bacteria. If you could count your gut cell. Ten to one. No, direct link to your neural capacity. Oh yeah, for sure. I was going to say 10, 10 times bacteria. No, one to one. Living your organisms. bacteria relates to your neuro connections. Okay. Wow. So as much bacteria as you have, that's how many neuro connections you have. Oh, gotcha. The more neuro connections you have, the faster, sharper, weightier. Conscious. Uh-huh. So people are like, how are you so smart? Well, you eat good and you think right. And you apply your thoughts, you know, will, uh, I say it, wisdom is knowledge applied. Uh-huh. So you can know everything, but if you don't do it, action. Yeah, well, so that's the three ways. The three you got three ways to go about doing so. Only three ways: think it, attempt it, complete it. Yep. Wiley Coyote taught us this long time ago. <laughs> I fucker never gave up after that roadrunner. What did I learn from Wiley Coyote? Keep trying. Yeah. You maybe one day. Maybe. Yeah. That's you're not guaranteed. Exactly. You're not guaranteed to succeed, but maybe. But the only way that you succeed is that if you so try right? ultimate form of gambling yes how much energy do i need to put in this is this, this going to work no nope, no nope. people pull away from things all the time and then bomb even worse yeah if they don't have any they lost all their momentum that would have you know realize how close they are to just start snowballing off the other side like you said in 10 years if you just didn't stop where would you have i think that? everybody should put in at least 10 years before they make a decision to keep going or stop yeah you, it's ten year what forty out forty thousand hour rule. If you practice up for forty thousand hours, you should become damn near master. Ten thousand. He's an expert. Ten thousand. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, it is, but I'm going on forty, so I've already yeah. had ten or four ten year opportunities to try something, and I'm in my first one from thirty to forty. Then I was from twenty to thirty, or ten to twenty, or zero to ten. What excites you most around the property for growing experiments? So we've we've done electroculture or doing actually in a way automation yeah plan it once less uh less work annuals annuals are such a drag yeah yeah do them every year stuff like this let it rock yep pay attention to it spend your time rich robust root systems and grow stuff i mean that's the thing you can grow it all day long but if i don't go and harvest any of this stuff what's the point of growing it right so all that oregano all it those mounds gonna have to cut it dry it thanks dash it i mean just dried cure dried yep. in a in a pouch in a trash bag you know use it later really good for so many things though well i gotta get rid of it <laughs> I mean, it is overwhelming i'll tincture it it's gonna be like drums 55 gallon drums of tincture yes yeah. <laughs> that's a good problem to have yeah. it is but now i need a wholesale buyer and all this right shit. yeah, yeah. Well, anybody out there that's watching, I mean, this is, this is the thing, you know. I want to open it up to this. Somebody here at all times that can host people that want to drive up between scheduled, you know, open from 10 to 6, coming free anytime, signage, somebody here to assist. Uh-huh. I don't have to be here necessarily. Right. 
been here a long time. Pick your own. Pick your own herbs. That's right. Yeah. Fruit. Guided tours, walk Water. around. Whatever. Have yeah. fun with the place. A lot of land. A lot of land. Exactly. Here, and I want to be like Mr. Burns looking guy yeah. holding it all to myself. Like, no, you can't. It's all mine. fuck it. I don't want all this, honestly. I was born into it. It's not my problem. Yeah. Yeah, but Sherry. I can't take it with me. So it's help. a blessing yeah. that may feel like a curse sometimes. Well, I feel like a steward to it. I don't feel like an owner of right. it. I'm not an owner of this. I'm a steward. I just have 25% of the responsibility. Isn't that odd? Owning it is. land. It is. We own nothing in this life. Just borrow it. Really do. I mean, I'm going to pass it to my kids, but I'm borrowing it. No You're going to have to dig a pretty di- big hole to Take, put this in there with me so I can enjoy yep. it. Go <laughs> back to Mexico. That's yeah. pretty elaborate, too. Who's got young kids? It's yours. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, you Here's guys are planting lots of things for the future here. I mean, that... Yeah, all those trees. Do we know many people that plan like that unless you are mm. in this environment mentally, you know? Like, I don't know many people who plan like that. Unless they're thinking like, hmm, I'm going to plant these fruit trees for the next generation, right? Well, the people thought it was a good idea, and I got turned on to their philosophy, so I'm like, well, shit, I'm not the first one. Johnny Appleseed, I mean, just take him. Yeah. Everybody can follow that step. Yep, broadcast. So, so as you go for future generations, there you is can come back and visit and check the progress from time yeah. to time. I mean, you plant something today you know is not going to be ready in 10 years, but right. so what, you go... Walnut tree. Yeah. A lot of stuff. I've got avocado. Got all kinds of shit around here. I planted a long time ago and I've yet to go back and see how it's doing. Right. That is a different type of mindset though. Don't you forget where you put stuff. Well that's yeah, I mean you lost out the shit. I thought it was right here. This tree like most of the berries around yeah. the edges and there's the tree with the broken limb that I've documented. Yeah. It's not here anymore. There's a lot going on around here. Mapping, cartography. Yeah. That needs to happen. Definitely. Go into the pyramid oh, real quick. Oh, the pyramid. <laughs> oh. Oh. I still have the book, by the way. I need to give that back to you. Les Brown, the pyramid. So we need to make millions of copies of that and just start stuffing yeah. people's mailboxes. So what's the experiment? The experiment is if you build to the Giza dimensions of ratio, proportion, and angularity, if you set that on right ley lines of your water table, it will draw a natural spire of non-stop water out of the ground under the, the peak of the pyramids. It'll make it natural. So instead of having to drill for wells and rely on municipalities, if you just put up a structure that just made water started rising up out of the ground with its power and tension, then why wouldn't people have those in their yards versus spending six thousand dollars to drill 600 feet in the ground to throw an artificial pump in it that won't work if the grid goes down yeah and that can get your water out of your hole yes but if you've got a non-stop never-ending it's like make your own spring people love to go when they go house and land scouting like does it have running water does it have a spring oh yeah spring fed you know, it's 100 years old all this shit but just be like here pop a pyramid yeah here comes the water and then transform it and then use it as you will. Yeah. So the story I got turned on to, this guy just built a pyramid just because just he came across this document, had the money to do it. 
I didn't know anything, anything about this water is going to start coming up out of the ground for no reason. So he built this thing, and all of a sudden, he wound up with a fucking moat around his pyramid and had to build a bridge so he could access it because now he's got just this fountain of water just spiring up out of the ground for no apparent reason other than he built his pyramid right here. So I want to do that. Yeah, there's worse problems to have. And the contour of the land... I could pond it and have all the runoff now feed the already um, defined method of water extraction down to the river it goes. Yep. So, primary water generator. Yep. Sounds pretty fucking fun to me. <laughs> Only thing is, pretty expensive. Yep. So. Well, they make models, right? So, you just have to models. get the base it's, angles correct. It's the ratio proportion. Right. You just have to have the angles and the, you know. Closer to perfect more power so generated managers you can have the same ratio from this one to this one right or from this one to that one it's just got to feed a certain couple parameters and is that tied into electroculture at all it's tied into all the etheric energy of the world if you look at the ground as a coil negative side of the battery and all that all the way up is all the pot lead and then we're just conductors attaching the skies of the ground. So whenever we copper spiral energy, copper. Trees, I mean, it's all electro, or there's an argument if it's electromagnetic or magnetic electro. Because uh. which one comes first? Does the magnetism create the electricity or does the electricity create the magnetism? Why does one have to come first? Chicken or the egg. Because that's the fucking argument of man. I think that's duality. Well, have, that's it. Okay, both. there you go. You need both. So neither comes Law first. Polarity. They're in sequence at the same time. Yeah. Right? The sun and the moon. Yep. Yin and yang. All of it. So, I guess nothing comes first. Right. At the same time. Ooh. <laughs> so, I'm curious, because we're going to put up more spiral coppers. I'm curious what happens. I'm curious what happens, too. In... Because I can tell you where I want to put this pyramid. If all of a sudden water comes yeah. up out of the ground, I'm convinced. <laughs> And then we gotta figure out what to do with it. But that's the thing that's so. Well, we use what we need: dig out, excavate, make make the container, and then all the overflow can just overflow where right. it's been overflowing. Yeah. Right where it needs to so be. Give right? a stream dip through the driveway. It's just gonna have a raging river, a creek, nonstop Straight running down, down yep. the whole. Because right now it's wet weather. Right. When it builds up a lot of rains, it'll run for a while and then it'll stop. But if it was something that never stopped, it would never stop. Right. And then it would eventually just that persistence of instead of start, stop, start, stop, forming of something versus a continual never stops. So it gets that finer, finer walls. And uh -huh. spend a lot of time watching water tear shit up. Yeah. It does that. It does. It's fascinating. Yeah. Most destructive force I can think of. Persistent. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ashley? Well, I just think it's so interesting that we're always experimenting, right? Like with a lot of the things that we're doing, but within our community, I mean, we're constantly testing out different methods mm -hmm. for automation in the business, mm -hmm. automation in the ground, right? And like bringing these two worlds together, I'd love to know, you know, the tech side isn't necessarily your favorite but you're getting i mean you're 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 in the community calls all every week like you're showing up and doing that how has that been for you like merging 
the two because I feel like you are bringing specifically you two are bringing so much of the earth and that conversation to the digital world. Some people that actually listen to us. <laughs> a lot of people they can't hold more than you know, a couple minutes in. Right. Yeah. They pull out their phone. Yeah. But <laughs> why do you lot. think that it is? It does. Oh. That there's got to be something to that. That there's just receptivity. <laughs> Open-minded, or what is it? I mean. It's almost like you can watch the dehydration process. <laughs> Slow-mo so dehydrating, yeah. like. Oh man. Yeah. You think it's your just... eyes get a little heavy and her head gets a little. Mm. Is it a cognitive dissonance thing, or is it just an entirely new perspective that they have no framework or context for, and therefore it can be just overwhelming? Talking about automation, about growing, is it just so out of the normal realm of their day-to-day that you have to start with, like, plant a seat or something like that? Uh, would you consider yourself a driver or a navigator? Navigator's looking for shit in the way coming up. A driver's just like... Navigator. Oh, is that a deer? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that navigator's like, bro, brakes. Are you a navigator or a driver? Interesting. There's a lot of drivers out there. Guess what? They're the ones causing problems on the highway. Yeah. But I think that's looking at things like here, looking at things big picture. And I think what specifically you two and I, me too, you know, it's like constantly looking at, again planning for time whatever this time is i mean it's definitely non-linear to me but it's like no, no, no. that it's system of trial who do you know i mean like look at all of the people who are mainstream right now like they're not actually trialing anything they're not trying new foods they're not trying new books they're not trying new business opportunities and, and not opportunities like skill sets and mindsets and different ways to try something like he's saying like i'm gonna try this like i don't know if it's gonna work like i'm gonna try all these things i don't know if it's gonna work and you're just constantly trying and that's what i said when i learned by fucking up because i'm constantly trying stuff but don't you think that's a main difference between these i mean the polar off the bleachers onto the playing field yeah exactly so many people have something to say about what we do and they're not even on the freaking field and so many people in our community and even who haven't even joined yet let that hold them back but these people that they're talking to and asking permission from like they don't have what they want so because they ask for permission why would you <laughs> why would you listen to somebody that doesn't necessarily have what you want you know like that's what was so beautiful for me because i mean it's like we all share so many gifts that each other maybe doesn't have or they're not passionate about so we've been able to like become a collective and become you know all these pieces of the puzzle coming together and like justin said it like globally so now you know we go to these events we meet people that we've seen digitally and we just like literally walk off zoom into these conference rooms and we're building these relationships like digitally and in person just like we're like i just digitally planned my entire garden and now i'm gonna get it in the ground it's like we're bridging these two worlds and i think what's so beautiful about the matrix art so what you're going in and out of the simulation yeah. Yeah. our collective is that like we do have both and um that's what's so different about us because if you look at all the other successful networks in our industry 
You don't really see anybody doing what we're doing. No. You know, like they're online a lot more than they're in the earth. And I think that oh, yeah, is going to yeah. be detrimental to that, you know, to us too. There's got to be a balance. And so I would love to know um, what's like your favorite thing to do, Justin, to bring balance into your world? Psychedelics. <laughs> Fucking A, psychedelics. What about them? They'll humble you. Oh, wow. They'll make you face yourself. And there's a lot of course correction to be had when you one-on-one with your soul. Yeah, I got hit. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing in this. No thing. specific ones, just all of them. Any of them. From a trusted, repeatable source, of course. Right. Yeah, not no, I'm not getting medical advice. I'm making a disclaimer right now. It's not medical advice. But, we uh, have medical devices. Here. That is not medical yeah. advice. Yeah, and then everything else. Uh, harmonization. You know, the uh, human frequency of the pulse of the earth is 7.83 hertz. Yeah. Um, we live in houses with 60 hertz, 120 volts. We're not in a... Uh, what is it? Harmony. Would you say that's growing off the electromagnetic field of the human body at a baseline level most of the day if you're sitting inside? Yeah, but then that when, when you look at it as a toxin that's creating you know inflammation and cytokine storms and vampiric voltage on your batteries, yeah. even if you just sit in a three-rise basic eight other neighbors apartment, you know, the units I'm talking about. Yeah. You just sit there and you're gaming all day, drinking Mountain Dew. I used to do Eating that. fucking Cheetos. Oh, yeah. I used to do that all the time. What was your quality of life during that phase? I was pretty depressed. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was high. Slowly start time. stripping off one by one and detoxing from that. You've yeah. seen alcoholics and heroin addicts go into convulsive fits. Yeah. Have you ever seen a kid have a meltdown when you take his video game away? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been one of those kids, mm -hmm. the Nintendo Game Boy. My fuck, I'm running away. I'm never coming back. Flip the fuck out. Now, had I known better, stretch the water, shut up. Smoke a <laughs> joint, you know, take a couple grams. Oh, I know. Have a beer. Everything's cool. Oh, how we change. Why wasn't I doing that at seven years old, having Aiden style meltdowns over what are you doing? <laughs> yep. I kind of I see all the parents like Walmart's just dragging those kids through the aisles. What it, precious? They're going out. Yeah, our society is programmed consumers. Like everywhere exactly. you look, the commercials. I go back and look at the old uh, nostalgic '90s, '80s Nickelodeon, MTV, oh, Cartoon yeah. Network commercials. I'm like, fuck, it's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It worked. Gotta give them credit. Yeah. It worked. They are great at what they do. Yeah. I gave my mom so much shit. Yeah. I mean, think about how every single store is set up. Where's the flashiest, most colorful, most toxic kids? Dollar General's right down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, I don't uh, know where that question was going, but that's my answer. I like the answer. <laughs> I mean, balance is so vital. I mean, again, we all could, I mean, I know I could just drain myself working because I love what I do so much. But, you know, it's like finding those, having those tools that you can access at any time. And, you know, we have actual tools like these ionizer devices or even, you know, mats that have 
certain frequencies and Healy devices, uh -huh. all these things, right? We have yeah. all these tools. Oh. We also just know that biohacking. putting our feet on the earth. There should be a first grade kindergarten course on biohacking. Like, okay. hey, here, here's kids. Here's your mitochondria. Yeah, how to control your nervous system yeah. and your energy production. Not freak out when you feel your temperature and your mercury rise. The most simplest thing. Yeah. To yeah. teach kids, yeah. right? Like, Start them young. Don't try this shit at 18, 20 when they're fucking yeah. Pfizered out. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard part, though, is that there are people yeah. out SSRIs there trying to are... start them young, but then there's the most of the rest of the population yeah. that, like, doesn't have, I mean, this sticks the kids in front of the tv and doesn't even have any idea what's on like what what's the programming that's happening and we know it's so quick uh -huh. like it's just like instant they learn so fast so you know growing up i feel like now you see you're like actually this is how it is but and, and grounding actually getting your skin to earth contact uh -huh. without concrete asphalt Astro turf. It's like, you know, we get out there and get Recharge. stabbed. Get stabbed in the foot with a stick. Yeah, you know, bleed a little. Yeah, you know. I remember your get ready from a month ago. Bitch feet, man. Get ready to bitch feet. <laughs> People carry two point five hypochlorous acid yeah. when you do that. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you went down and I had some in the truck and slapped it on. I've been hard on my old feet over the years. Yeah, mountains aren't kind. No. They're not in the Rockies. They're a different kind of fucking treacherous. Nettles. They're wild. Raspberries. Yeah. It's wild here. I They're mean, close together. Really... They're close yeah. together. Ravines are tighter. The Rockies, they got huge expanses yeah. between two these. They're like old, ragged. Old and steep and jagged. Yep. There's things growing everywhere. Like the species of things oh, yeah, growing here is... is insane. Like, yeah, those you Rockies, can't even it's all snow. It compared to the Rockies. I had allergies when I first moved here, and I don't have allergies, but there were so much. I came from New Hampshire, which is also a temperate rainforest, but it doesn't have nearly the diversity that Western North Carolina does. So I had allergies for a year, and I was like, oh, this is why everyone's miserable. Thankfully, it went away, so I adapted. But there are so many different cultivars here. It is one of the most rich places. Really yeah. And that's why I haven't memorized every yeah. thing right. out there. I'm just like, it's just too Thousands. Much. Yeah. Thousands. You just have to know the things that are on your property, what you can use, what you bump into. What, what I what I can incorporate. What you can incorporate. There's stuff that grow here, but it's not native. Right. Yeah, you know, the whole argument about invasive. Invasive is only something that someone's too lazy to fucking manage. Invasive. You're invasive. Right. Almost everything's invasive. Everybody <laughs> argues about invasive. It's like, well, not if you plan on using it. Bamboo. I get bamboo pushback. I'm like, well, do you plan on thatching fucking structures together with this right. shit? No, you just want to let it grow and forget about it. Right. You bitch about it taking over. Hell, no. yeah. I can't. Mine can't grow fast enough. Right. Hurry up, grows. So I can build some. Yeah. No, nah, don't work like that. Good point. Depends on if you're gonna use it. Exactly. So yeah, started eliminating certain terms out of my vocabulary. Invasive is one of them. Invasive can be so twisted around in context. Weeds. Weeds. Noxious. Yeah. Yeah. Is anything you don't personally agree with? Right. Is a problem. Right. Weed usually just means I don't want it there. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. I don't like it there. But if it's weed. doing something, you, right. you're not taking the time to turn your lens and be like, "Well, why is it there? How about let's start there. Yeah. Why is it there? I don't want it there, but it keeps coming back. Let's figure out why it's there. Right. It's doing something. Plants are indicators. Why do you think that they? 
spray the dandelions, you know, all over. I mean, where I'm from, like, everyone has the perfect, most manicured little quarter acre lot in the, you know, western uh, or east. Uh, I lived in Pennsylvania, so it's just like suburbia right and it's like there's not even one weed to be seen everything is perfectly uh, perfect you it's know, a war like, on weeds as well but think about it like is that really supposed to be how we live like grass from, i mean we didn't even know what natural was everything that was planted on the lot was i mean they just tore down whole areas and they just built these neighborhoods so it's just like I didn't even know anybody growing up that even grew a tomato. Like maybe it's so edible. Having things that are edible on land really. How many years was that? That I grew up there. Yeah, before you know. saw anything growing in the wild. <laughs> I mean, and you got I out of I, Yartopia. Yeah. The thing is, is that what my grandparents lived was more wild. They lived in the mountains again, mountains, right? And like. They had blueberry, wild blueberry bushes throughout the forest. And that's probably my first exposure to actually picking anything I ate. But it wasn't until I moved to California and started working on farms that I, and I was in my mid 20s yeah. that I even learned. Like, that was the first time I learned that I could grow multiple cucumbers from one cucumber. I had no idea. That's just insane to me. And so, you know, my kids are two and six, and they're very well aware of how their food grows. And One becomes many. So, you know, we're just kind of trying to pass out, pass down, and pass on as much of this as we can. Because, again, like, people have to care. You know, I, I really do believe, like, there has to be more people who care about how they feel. And what it feels like to eat food because it's interesting i mean went from the nursery to the grocery store right bought a hundred a couple hundred dollars worth of food that will turn into hopefully thousands right and then bought food that's a hundred bucks that'll just be gone right and so it's like this this thought process but again we're planning it's gonna take time i'm gonna wait you know and again there's all these different variables when it comes to ant farming animals weather earth you know so all the things of it it's definitely a risk but i think i think the more risks i take the more awesome a person i've become and same for everybody i'm around the game of life i'm definitely gonna learn way more out of my comfort zone than i am in that comfy little place that most people love to just nestle up in so it is comfortable (laughs) <laughs> there's no growth without strain and stress yeah really comfortable to it i know i've laid on the couch too long and it hurt worse laying on the couch than it did to stand up and do something yeah atrophy is a thing yeah the, like restless leg syndrome or something where mm-hmm. you're just like i haven't done anything and somehow my body hurts that is the worst for me because it makes zero sense i'm okay with but that's an indicator being so sore, that right? means get up and go unsore yeah, I'm moving. Exactly. But that's why I love this community. Thanks, thanks guys for <laughs> motivating me because definitely it takes it takes a village. You know, yeah. they say that, but most people don't have it, and we're over here just creating it because 
again. DIY. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if we didn't create it, would you think it'd evolve all by itself into no. it? No. So it's creation versus evolution. I don't care. Evolutionism's out. Yes, we evolved and created first. Exactly. Right. Created to evolve, not yeah, evolve grow to as, create. Learn as you grow. I mean, how many times does it take you to hit your fucking thumb with a hammer before you're like, you know what? Let's start swinging this a little more cautiously. I did that with rock walls a couple times. Probably three times building a stone wall, or I got better at not jamming my my fingers. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. Think about how many times you fell trying to walk. Jeez. I wasn't even conscious back then. <laughs> sure, a lot. I think you were conscious. Yeah, I think you, as a kid, probably a little more conscious than in your teens and twenties. I don't have any valid memories before the age of four. Yeah, that's me either. Four or five pre kindergarten. I'm starting to come around. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Maybe I got one of three. Anything else you want to touch on? Anything else you want to ask, Ashley? Yeah. I mean, this conversation could go on forever. Yeah, anyway. I feel like well, the You can't do it on one show. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like just keep tuning in with the things that we're doing over here. I mean, because we're definitely... We'll make it louder if you can't hear in the back. Yeah, and we're just trying to, like, uh, inspire and empower to take risks, to get out there, do do new stuff, learn. I mean, this guy's been to Thailand, he's been to Mexico, he's been all over. I mean, like, the things that he's done, the, the momentum that he's created for himself since just, like, again, realizing what was right here for him has been it's so inspirational. And if anybody can do it, like... You know, P could do it, I could do it, you could do it. It's just, you have to tap in. You have to drink the water. You have to immerse yourself in this lifestyle. And just like you said, eventually, it's just part of what you do. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to habitually remind yourself anymore. It's just your life. Yeah, you'll know. You'll be like, yeah, Kong water feels good right now. Yeah. It's yeah. the same salivatory effect when I think about a beer. Yeah. Really? Or a cigarette, I'm like, right, water's got that same yeah. in my head. I'm like, yeah, same. I really wow. want some fucking water. All right, well, I want to drink or I didn't know it was that visceral. It is for me. That's awesome. I mean, for me, it is too. Especially, yeah. It just, it just, just it clicks, feels and so I'm good. like, where is it? Like, I'll be honest. I don't know if you want to edit this part out, but I got drugged into a go go room in Thailand. <laughs> I had this with me, and it's dark in there with minimal lighting. This bitch wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> so I had this. I just set it under my leg. And finally, like, she made me so damn uncomfortable. I just got up and bolted. <laughs> like, I waited for her to, like, turn and look. I got two blocks down the road. I'm like, uh-oh. Where is it? I wasn't carrying it. Where have you been? Where'd you go? She left in the go-go room. <laughs> I had to run, sneak back in there. And it was sitting right there. Just dark room, dark bottle. Wow. I just snatched that bitch and fucking right back out of there. <laughs> that's a great, I'm not editing that. That's a great story. So, yeah, it might be B-roll, but yeah, I ditched this thing in a go-go room in Thailand and yeah. had to go back for it. Well, it's worth going back for. You're hilarious. Especially with the, the water is more important. More, way more important, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What affects your mood and your experience and your vitality? What's your Instagram handle? Oh, Justin Gardner, 21. Hydrogen Vitality. Oh, that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best Instagram handle one ever. 
And the water also tends to pull you into all other domains of resonance, like into the numerology, into the sacred geometry. Cymatics proves that. Right. If the water is not there for the signal to manipulate. Carry with, yeah. Yeah, carry your frequency. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, so if you're ever like browsing through Instagram, you're like, why do all these water nerds talk about the same thing? Because you end up in the same frequencies and everything in that world of natural biorhythms and resonance starts to make a little more sense because you start to feel it. But I didn't know anything about that when I started. And I was just like, oh, these communities of numerologists and cosmologists and all that. I was like, oh, this makes a little more sense now when you actually feel it. Yeah. And see it and experience it. It's, right. it's more validated if you can give it, check all five boxes of sense and sensory. Okay. Well, I can smell it. I can taste it. I can see it. I can do it. Be Must be true. Yep. At least for my reality. I don't know right. about yours. Well said. People um, are living in alternate realities, alternate consciousnesses. I mean, not call anybody out, but you know, we got these tweakers around there. You can't talk any sense of them bastards. Yeah. All they're just like a rabid coyote looking for the next hit. They're like bath heads? Yeah. Yeah. Tweakers. Yeah. Sit down and listen. <laughs> Damn, man. I gotta go. Oh, God. All right, so you can follow us at rivercliff.farm, Appalachian Water Collective, both websites and Instagram handles. I'll put all the contact information below. We'll probably be, if you're in the southeast U.S., we'll be hydrating an event near you, Sarasota, Florida, um, Tennessee, South Carolina, got some in North Carolina. So if you're at all curious about anything we're doing with permaculture, with ionized water. Signing with, autographs as well. Yes, with resonance, any of that. I'll put all the contact information below, but find Justin at Hydrogen Vitality 369. I think it's Justin Gardner 21. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, rivercliff.farm and the Appalachian Water Collective and come with us deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs>